Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 896 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined today by a, a number of hosts calling in remotely. We've got Shane Sparks. We've got Quad Box here. Take a look. Right. James Dean Raider coming at us from Columbia, Missouri. He's one of the coolest people I've ever known to be in Columbia, Missouri. And also Ben Funky Askren is here. He maybe he yes. maybe he maybe spent some time there. On I'm this day, I'm not in Columbia, Missouri. Great town. Where are you going to eat today, JD? Uh, I don't know. I went out to D Rose for dinner last night. I don't okay. know if you know. I think D Rose is a little overrated, you know. But I was a college kid at the time. It's it's, it's okay. Um, I but like it's, a little filthy El Rancho. A little filthy El Rancho is probably the move tonight because yeah, uh, we, we won't be done until late. You know. Yep. Um, weekday things closing down at nine or ten. Connor may be up burning the uh, the late night fuel, getting the oh, content yeah. you all crave, and then uh, we got to get nachos at like midnight. You know, they go go steak nachos. They're delicious. You will not regret it. I know all about uh, ranchos. All right, Food oh, yeah. Talk Radio Live. This is this is essential. <laughs> um, uh, more more pressing than nachos. David Carr and Keegan O'Toole are going to wrestle tonight. There's nothing more pressing than nachos. If you told me I get nachos <laughs> or I get to watch David Carr and Keegan O'Toole, I'm going to take the nachos, Christian. Okay. <laughs> really. <laughs> I'm going to hold you. I'm going to hold you to that. Nachos. We're gonna... while I watch it. You know what? At 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 six fifty nine, we're going to pull your. Uh... We're gonna pull your your FlowPro account. You're not gonna be able to watch, and we'll 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 send you nachos. I would I would get creative. You would get creative. I get creative. I'd I'd hack in the system somehow. <laughs> hack into the mainframe. Hey, it is it is unofficial at this time, but I got word yesterday. The plan is to start at 174 pounds. That would be the great. School. They should so, really do that. The the flow staff, me and Mark Bader, have been doing some backdoor politicking, trying to get this to happen. But Coach Smith actually brought it up to Bader and was like, "Ah, oh, be good. Uh, should we do it? I'm kind of old school, but I'd like to do it." And uh, I think Coach Dresser, uh, I don't know, he, he said, seemed amenable to the idea. He's kind of old school too. I don't know. I, I wouldn't view. 
I feel like both of them are like they're old school, but definitely have evolved. A, they love putting on the show, both of them. Those yeah. are two of the better marketing guys in the in the sport. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Get them to do it. So they I, get I it. They get it. you. It's a no brainer. You start yeah, at seventy four. Really you got to end with 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 the main event of main events. Uh, so here's hoping that goes down. Uh, in what could be, I mean, the the reality is not only is this the biggest match uh, of the year so far, but the duel could very well come down to this this match and who wins it. Yes, this duel well is could. just toss up city. There's very few heavy favorites yeah. in this. I'm just going to run very through good. it real quick. 25 certain versus Feastly. That to me is maybe not a toss up, uh, but I'm I'm not counting out that. Iowa State there. Um, Against Noah Certain. 33, Redding versus Connor Brown is a toss-up. 41, for me, Hart Swiderski is a toss-up. Mahler yeah. Pinero, toss-up. Hold on, hold on. Feasley is 8 and 11. That is not a toss-up. Take it Maybe, back. Who's the guy that wrestled? Uh, was he who wrestled against um, Goldhofer? Yes. No, that's the match. Is not. Is that I'm, Perryman? I'm that might be Perryman. Hmm. Beasley's uh, eight, 8 and 11. He does have some close losses to decent guys, but it doesn't appear any good wins at all. Okay. Well, okay. Noah we'll Certain needs to win that match. You might right? jinx it. Tell they got to have that one. Um, oh, my goodness gracious. 57, Jake Hughes is a favorite over Kreiser. Um, 65, we'll get to that. Uh, definitely a toss-up. Mako, Broderson, Edge, Mako. Coleman, Hawks, Edge, Coleman. Elam Bastida, I mean, I don't know. Probably two weeks ago you'd say Rocky, but probably not really. I mean, now he's off the Cerber. They're both coming off losses. Yeah, both, both coming off losses. Bronigal had a nice win against uh, Bastida on, on Sunday. Was that Sunday? Yes. Sunday. Yeah. And then Elam oh, Skyler. was a nice win because he had lost two tough ones the week before. So that was mm-hmm. a big win for him. Yes. Yes, it was. And then uh, heavyweight is seven versus eight, Elam versus Skyler. So really, there's Maybe. a few few favorites: twenty five, fifty seven, um, seventy four. I'm gonna say Mako's a significant favorite because he's yeah, uh, he I did agree. lose to some bums earlier in his career. I think he's kind of out of that phase a little bit. No, I th- I think I even said he was okay. he was a, f- a a favorite there. I don't, I don't think there's any All dispute. Right. I-, I wonder if they throw Gaetan out there. Again, uh, that would be if... interesting. He, he kind of did well against Runyon, but is his he probably hasn't used five? I don't know. I don't think so. Russell stats. They're kind of in a weird spot too, where it almost would be like if the, if one of their guys was better because they got Rojas also. Um, maybe they're going to slide one to eighty four, but you know Carr's still back at sixty five next year, so it's like well, one of them would theoretically be on the bench anyways. So if um, you know if if one was better than the current starter, it would make sense to start them. Gaetan's used like a lot of events. Well, yeah, assuming uh, well he, that one that first one's a uh no four because North County was couple. second semester, doesn't count. So uh it was the Florida dual meet, the scuffle, the Iowa State Pit, and then Iowa Northern Iowa. So that's four. Oh did you so mention that oh, Iowa? He could be Iowa unattached State? that one. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh no, you're right. I'm wrong. Okay, you're, you're right. That was that was five dates. Yeah, so I don't know. It's four. 
He's only done four. No, it's, uh, um, Shane's right because he did the Iowa, Iowa State tool. I missed. It. I thought that first three was all the. Um, I'm blanking what the event was called. The one where they wrestled Wisconsin in the single day. Uh-huh. So his first two were that. Then there, then so that's one. That's Iowa, one. Iowa, yeah, yep. Iowa, Iowa State is two. Scuffle is three. Iowa State Pittsburgh is four, and then Iowa State North Iowa is five. Couldn't Scuffle, Scuffle be one? Scuffle's second Scuffle semester. I... Scuffle's second, second semester. semester. Is it? I mean, yes. it's not. It's not the first semester. It's either break or second semester. Well, did he wrestle in an Iowa State singlet or like a plain singlet? I th- you can wrestle in the singlet and be unattached. Really? Yeah, they kind of got rid of that. You can wear okay. the singlet. Yeah. Got it. So he could have one. Uh, anyway, a lot, lot of MJ Gaetan talk on Keegan O'Toole with David Carr Day, um, which you know I don't know. How much of a of a breakdown situation you want to get into, Ben? Um, but maybe just want. just get Shane's thoughts first on, on this matchup. Yeah, you guys know how I am on this stuff. I mean, I break it down like nobody else. I'll, I'll tell you what I love about this matchup, guys. I love two God fearing guys throwing it on a line with a ton of respect for each other. I mean, I'm getting. I just like how they're both. I like, number one, that both guys are coming out and saying they're going to wrestle. I think that's awesome for wrestling. It's not like, are they going to go or are they not going to go? I love the fact that right from the get-go, both these guys have come out and said, we want to do this. I like how they uh, – I just love the I just love the mutual respect these guys have for each other. And I, I think it's going to be an awesome match, and I have no idea who's going to win. No idea. <laughs> no. Uh-huh. That's, I mean, that's my thoughts. I mean, I obviously probably give, uh, give O'Toole a slight edge. Mm-hmm. But uh, God, I mean, you're talking about. I mean, what is it, guys? They got they each have a loss in their in, in their college career. Is that what it yeah, is? I looked at this because uh, yeah, I mean, also there's there's really guys that wrestle that have lose this infrequently. Do you guys know who all of David Carr's three losses are to? Uh, Deacon Willis yeah. and in the kid from Oregon State, right? Willis, oh, he, he got it. Yeah. Deacon beat him twice. Mako, yeah. Mako. AWA maybe got his number. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I remember when that happened, it was it wasn't talked about a ton, but I remember like Missouri was super fired up when it happened. Yeah. And Mako got hurt in that match and they didn't wrestle again for like two and a half months or something. Mm-hmm. So that was annoying. Yeah. <laughs> that would be annoying. Yeah, I'm curious. A match like this, Ben, do you think it's yeah. it's one where there's a lot of points or do you think they're more calculated. Um, uh, I don't know about calculated, but it is. They both are very hard to score on, right? They both generally score a lot of points, and and neither one gets taken down all that frequently. So, I think both of them will try to score takedowns. I just don't know that they'll have a ton of success um, scoring takedowns against the other person because the other person is going to be very good. And then if there's not ten points scored, we can all go, "Oh gosh, it was disappointing." <laughs> well, <laughs> no, we'll see. I'm, I doubt that. Uh, what is the best opportunity for each guy to score? Does David Carr have um, to generate from a leg attack to to score on Keegan? Yeah, yeah, because he's not going to score defensively. I wouldn't imagine. Um, no, I think Keegan can score defensively on him. I, he's got a few different unique attacks, and and David Carr's not going to have had that feel from anywhere else. I think Keegan can ride him for a while. Also, I, I wouldn't say turn him, but he could definitely ride him. Um, Keegan's incredibly good on top and rides. You know, he rode Hamidi for. Two and a half minutes, whatever. Nobody rides Hamidi ever, right? He's Hamidi's really tricky off bottom. Um, 
So, yeah, I, I think he could score in the scrambles. I think he could obviously score offensively if he's able to get to the legs. Getting David Carr's legs is, is a challenge. Um, but if he gets there, I think he will score. And then uh, I think he's going to try to push the pace also. You know, we saw he really pushed the pace against Wyatt Sheets and ended up winning 14-4, to whereas, you know, Carr got two takedowns early and then kind of shut it down and won 5-3 and wasn't really firing off late and looked – I don't want to say looked tired, but it was obvious that he wasn't as fresh as he was in the first period. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I look at it. Given Keegan's defense, do you think it it forces Carr to be really selective with his attacks? Uh, yeah. Like you, you'd be an idiot to shoot a high crotch on Keegan, for example. Well, his, and, that's kind of like three points. And for for him, well, that's how Jake Wenzel took him down. I'm pretty sure, but um, no, no, no. Keegan got no. Keegan got taken down because he shot a high crotch. Oh, that was right. Yeah, like, that, right. like a dumbass. Oh, dang it. <laughs> Christian, I made I made a statement to myself. I am going to stop swearing on FRL. And you got me all fired up and made me swear in the first. Now I'm gaslighting you because it's definitely my fault. But I'm making it feel like it's your fault. <laughs> you know what? It I'm did like, start right, with... I'm going to stop swearing on FRL. And then okay. I only made it 12 minutes. I misremembered. I re- misremembered uh, the how the match. Went I was down, so, so mad. I was so mad because Keegan would not. I was trying to yell. I was actually got kind of close. Remember that was the same. Uh, that was yes, St. Louis, St. Louis. There was like no one there, so I wandered over there because you know there's like no one around, and uh, he would not stop shooting a head outside shot, and I was so frustrated by it, and um, I was trying to yell for him not do not shoot a head outside shot, shoot a head inside shot, and he wouldn't do it. Mm. So. so for yeah. Carr, his best leg attack is his single leg, so it should be yes. head inside. Um, so yep. it could could play to the the strength. I, I I love that this match is happening too. I love that it's been really no doubt from either guy that it was going to happen. And I, I will mm-hmm. say, I'll give a little. I'll give, and I may have mentioned this on the show. I can't. Sometimes I can't remember if it's just a conversation I had at work or before the show. I know, right? But yeah. we, I feel like this year has been a lot better with the. Um, the anticipated matches not happening. I feel like, by and large, yes. the yep. biggest matches happen. We did have, well, I say that now. I'm remembering the Southern Scuffle where Keegan, David, and Shane, all their teams went, and only Shane. No, uh, we talked about this because we talked about it in reference to the picks of how many, um, you know, we mark them yellow when they don't happen. How many in previous years were marked yellow compared to this year, where almost all of them are happening. It the duels have been better. very good this year. Yeah. I feel like tournament entries uh, were down. We, in fact, we had a whole like uh, I think oh show after Midlands, Midlands and scuffle. Yeah, and soldier salute about where where was everybody? But duels for the most part have been very good. How quickly we forget? Yeah, the Midlands was was really disappointing. Um, I mean, that's just there's just not a lot of tournaments either. Really, when you, when you think about like what big tournaments are there, there's you know Vegas. And then there's those two, and really, besides that, it's been like, yeah, these well, it's these teams put together these like smaller six or eight team tournaments where uh, they guarantee that their guys are getting X amount of matches, right? Per per athlete, three or four is generally the number that they want. Okay, let's quickly. We have a lot to get to. Mark Bader's going to come on last fifteen minutes to talk about this. This, yes, he is. Um, Hey, Mark Bader, he missed you so much. Bader going to talk mm-hmm. about our newest flow film uh, about Dunia Sibumana. It's it's amazing. We'll talk about it later. Um, it's up on the site now to watch. Don't watch it now. I'll be very offended because um, this the show is happening now. So 
want to break down kind of this match, maybe how we see it going. JD is abstaining because he wants to. Uh, That's I think, JD. I think he wants to pick against Bastida, but he's worried he's going to get power bombed. So, or like a, Bastida might spike his headgear in his direction. So JD's kind of wimping out, but I'm going to make him like host this. Uh, you know, walking us through this duel um, Look, as we discuss. I, I texted y'all my picks. <laughs> Uh, so don't say uh, I didn't. Okay, I'm going to read them right now. We got. But you know what you didn't do, though? Um, you didn't. I don't believe. Let me just confirm this. Um, you had the duel being tied, but then you did not say who the winner was. Because you need your, there's going to be tiebreaking criteria. So who is the winner? He, ooh. Yeah, he has it in criteria. I do what? think this, this match, this duel is very close. Um, but with all the toss-up matches, it could turn into a blowout, which makes this duel kind of special. Um, I'm in uh, Columbia, but I'll go Cyclones win on... Oh, whatever. Match points? I'm going to call Rancho and tell him, do not serve this man. (laughs) Yeah, send him a picture. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, let's start the duel at 174 and just like, let's just speak it into existence. Let's do it. He, uh, that'll be Peyton Mako versus Julian Broderson. Uh, Peyton ranked number six on the flow rankings. Oh, yeah. Broderson unranked. We don't know that it'll be Broderson. Do you have any intel there, James? I'm pretty sure um, it's Broderson. I don't have any uh, direct intel. Iowa State was not uh, in the room yesterday afternoon. So. Got it. Okay. Um, I think... This is a, a decision for, for Missouri, for Peyton Mako. I do think there's a chance it could border on, on bonus, but Broderson's pretty tough. Mm-hmm. I don't think he has a uh, pretty a lot of bonus point losses. Yeah. Uh, I, I would uh, I would venture to guess. Maybe I'm going to text Peyton and tell him his ass needs to work for a major. Tonight. Yeah, Ooh, he needs I a major. Dang it all. Foca majored him. Um, yep. Starachi beat him 5-1. Plots a lot of decision points on him. 13-7 decision for Plot and Mako and Plot are you know pretty yeah. <laughs> pretty comparable. Some, sometimes um Peyton tends to I mean this is just gen- in general uh, you know dual me strategy is if the person if you're better than the person you don't take them down and ride them for 2 minutes in the first period, right? You try to score a second or third or fourth takedown in the first period. And then, right then, the, the the dominoes start to fall a little bit. It drives me. I, I I don't say it drives me nuts. I am flummoxed when I see it happen. It's like you could definitely get two or three takedowns of this guy in this oh, period. Oh yeah, for sure. The worst thing is a lot of high school coaches. Um, they're like, uh, it's worse in high school because they're so against like the takedown release for whatever reason. But it's like. Riding in high school can kind of be disastrous because refs like calling stalling on top. There could be locked hands. You know, it could be a dumb reversal. Like, all these bad things can happen. It's like if you're clearly better on your feet, then score three or four takedowns in the first period. It's just such a simple strategic move that'll make your chances of winning go up immensely. Yeah, it's it's coaches putting their own, um, I guess, ideals or their own strategy for maybe that they used on every yeah. uh, an individual sport where they're all different and have yes. different uh, yeah. areas of skill so yeah um i'm going decision Mako, here but yeah. plot uh mako excuse me should be pushing for a major here yes i will especially uh, guys in this dual meet with with uh 
if this thing comes down to match points, you got to score. I mean, you can't be a guy that, I mean, you got to score points. Have to. I mean, this is one, I mean, right. If you're Mako, this is one where in this kind of dual meets, you got to put, you got to put a little more, I don't know if I'd use the word pressure, but if you don't get a major decision, you didn't quite frankly, didn't do your job. Is that fair? Uh, yeah, I, I know I'm borderline. I know I'm speaking into existence. Let's do it. Yeah, I mean it's 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 really just it's all in the effort, right? Are you trying to score throughout throughout yeah. the match? Um, and if you are, and you don't, you come up short, and you win by four, it's like okay, that's that's you know admirable. But it's that's something to Shane's point. If you're up by four and you can get another takedown at the end of the match to win by six, it could it. that could be yeah. a a big thing for criteria, which. You know who knows? We're we're talking like it's going to criteria, but it, it could. Right. These two teams are I, so close. I sent the order. You got to assume that anytime you're in a dual meet like this, right? I mean, if you're if you're wrestling in this dual meet, you got to assume that's going to be the case. Plus, yes. that should be how you want to wrestle, anyways. Yes. Yeah. 100%. I mean, well, obviously, the, the so so. Uh, well, well, I agree. Just so we can talk about the theoretical opposite. Actually, I did this one time. I did this at McDonough Duels. <laughs> but so the, the opposite of that is you make an assumption that you're way better than the person and then you give them an easy escape and it just so happens you're not actually that much better than them and then they take you down and ride you. So there's one kid, for example, eighth grader. He mainly goes to Max's, so I knew I knew him like kind of good. He's tough. He got easy takedown. I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's let him up, get another takedown, you know? He lets him up and he got taken down. He got barred up and pinned. I was like, oh. And he even was like, he's even like, no, I don't want to cut him. And I'm like, dude, come on, let's go. Cut him, get some points. And then he got taken down a bar. That's the uh, that's the uh, what is it? The, idiot. The, F around, the, the F around, and then you, you you F around and you F and find out. That's what. Yeah. I'm oh man. Yeah. So sometimes you don't know your opponent's skill level exactly, but I mean, this is maybe not quite as a uh, quite that scenario. And then and also, the final for... score that is like fifteen to two. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also like one of those where yeah, he's he's got good offense, but maybe he doesn't have good defense, right? So that yeah. guy shoots in, they just fall down. <laughs> Um, man. Okay, so um, that's are, what are you, are you? What are you predicting, Ben? Bonus here? Um, uh, man, he's gonna have to work really hard to get the major. Let's speak into existence. Peyton Mako with the major. I I think I think it's a decision. Four or five points. Okay, okay, next up, you got Marcus Coleman, number four for Iowa State, taking on uh, Colton Hawks of Missouri. Uh, Hawks really tough, but. Big favorite here, a reasonable favorite for Coleman. I'd say probably comparable favorite to Mako Broderson. Um, That's fair. This is actually, I, th- I feel like this is, if I had to pick one match, I would t- to go one way or the other. Uh, I'm probably most certain in this match, probably this in 74. And honestly, um, now that they don't got Kabam Ban or, uh, or they're, they're good guy, maybe 25 after that, but this uh, uh, Hawks would, have to really shock me to pull the upset here. Yes. Um, and a, a Cyclone has already pinned Hawks this year. Jewel uh, Devi- what happened in that match? Because uh, he barely ever, he actually, he does it. He does not beat any of the better guys, but it's relatively rare. He, he gets blown out. Um, mm. He's kind of hard to score on, you know, like Parker only beat him seven, two, for example. Um, yeah, so that uh, is that that's probably on Floor Arena. I'm gonna look that one up and see. I'm looking happens. at it right now. I gotta pull it. What up. happened? Tell me what happened. I'm I'm about to tell you. I'm gonna go towards no, the tell end. Tell me, tell me right I, now. 
<laughs> he is in a headlock as we speak. So let's he see. He got headlocked. He might have got headlocked. Cowboys, we call it. Does it change his mind if I tell you Marcus Coleman is 0-4 in his career against Missouri guys? Hey, let's go. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) No, it's so stupid. (laughs) Hawks, Hawks, you're going to get so mad. Hawks has a... I'm going to watch it, okay. Hawks tries a head pinch, like a freestyle head pinch at a 0-0 match in the first period (laughs) and gets pinned. This is. I oh think God. the people need to see this. To be honest with yeah, you, yeah. Uh, actually, Marcus Coleman might have a mental block against Mizzou because if you remember, um, that was one of the reasons that. Uh, oh my gosh, how am I blanking on his name? He just graduated from last year. He's from Columbia Hickman. Help me out here, guys. Who Kent? Jeremiah Kent. Thank you. Yeah. Jeremiah Kent would always beat Marcus Coleman, and then he would lose it. You know, Marcus Coleman like was generally better against everybody else, but Jeremiah Kent yes. would beat Marcus Coleman every right. time. Check this out, gang. Yeah, from here is fine, Tyler. Oh, okay. I was going to find it, but you're going to make me watch this. It's going to be painful. All right. So it's a... 0-0. 40 seconds left between Hawks and Divine. And they're on the edge, over, under. And now it's a front head. Like He goes head pinch and just pulls Divine on top of him. What in the... What? (laughs) Hey. Okay. That well, is ridiculous. Someone needs to yell at him. Put that on the do not do list. What if they throw Clayton Whiting in there today? Go straight beast. He just deadlifted 565. Oh, well, my gosh. He's only 100 pounds away. Way. He's only 100 pounds but away. He's from a, he's a weight class under, so from a percentage standpoint, he's probably closer. Closer, but I need I need 665. All right, Clayton, you heard that? You listen to the show. Yeah. Mr. Piles needs 665. I need 665 out of you. Clayton actually did beat Colton, I think. one. I think they're one-on-one this year, maybe, or something like that. Okay. Let's see. Yes, All right, so that's a we, – we promised the the Joel Devine-Colton Hawks breakdown. You got it. Asked, answered, delivered. <laughs> what uh, happened to Joel Devine? I'm going decision here. I do not think Colton Hawks is going to attempt a head pinch and pull Marcus Coleman on top of him. That's my, that's my think- bold prediction for the evening. Yeah, uh, I think that's about right. Okay, then we got, oh my gosh, this was such a crazy match last year. Rocky Insane. Elam versus Younger Bastida. It was, uh, as the kids Infuri- say. Infuriating if you're a Missouri fan. Uh, it was, was a movie. stall with one second left to send it into overtime. So crazy. And it was, and he really was stalling. Um, it was, it was weird. Um, I, I don't know who Both to pick in this one. So tired. Okay. It was one of those ones where, like, at the end of regulation, both hands on knees, both of them just mm-hmm. puffing and puffing. <laughs> and it wasn't, like, disgraceful tired. They both had just wrestled really, really hard, and that's just yes. what happens sometimes. That's a, um, that's a great misconception of, of younger kids. If you wrestle well, hard for six or seven minutes, you're going to be tired. You cannot do anything hard for six or seven minutes. It's impossible. It's physically impossible. Well. It um, is. No, the the max... Max, you know, you know this stat, Christian. I'll let you use this in the five one two outlaws. <laughs> All right. What is the maximum a time your body can do max effort for? Oh, like sprinting. I don't know, like ten full sprint, like seven seconds. Four, four, four. Like a hundred percent maximum effort is four seconds. So, like the notion that we could give max effort for six minutes is preposterous. Yeah, yeah. 
Wow. So you could say like, you know, 80, 80, 80, 85%, probably like a, a higher, strong pace, but you definitely cannot sprint for that long. That's one thing David Taylor has always talked about. He's like, because his tank is always mentioned, even back high school, college, he's like, no, I am tired. I just just know how to wrestle when, I, when I'm tired. He's like, everyone is tired. Yes. Um, and well, I never really three, thought I'll about give you, you want my three factors in the, in the tiredness debate? Yeah. Or Elevation. Debate. Way Elevation. too from an athlete. Cause I just did this with Sinclair Monday. Number one, um, how good a shape you're in, right? So th this would be how large your gas tank is. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you could, by training, you can make your gas tank generally bigger, right? Then number two is how tough you are. This means how much your gas tank you can actually use. And most kids in the beginning, they don't, they don't know how, they don't know how to push themselves to the depths of their gas tank, right? They get a couple gallons in and they think, oh my God, this is hard. I, I can't go any further, right? And mm -hmm. then if you just really like put yourself in, you know, some people call it a dark place, but you realize like you could just go a little more and you can go a little more and you can go a little more. And so that's how much your gas tank you can actually use, right? Is how tough you are and how hard you can push. So someone like David Taylor, for example, who pushes himself to near exhaustion, he could probably go till it's almost done. Like he would maybe go until he falls over if, if you let him go long enough. Yeah. Um, and then number three would be the efficiency of your car, right? So how efficient you are when you use it. So for example, a big mistake a lot of kids make is if you just keep shooting underneath someone and you're not actually scoring, you're getting stuck. That is very hard for you, not hard for them at all right? They're sprawling on you. They're using gravity. You're going underneath. You're doing almost all the work. Okay. And so for you got to mix it up. You got to hand fight. So now if you're getting them, you're faking and snapping and moving and they're like having to react to you. Now they're getting really tired and you're not getting as tired, right? So it's efficiency component. So those mm -hmm. are my three components of, of the exhaustion thing is how big is your gas tank? How much of your gas tank can you actually use? And then how efficient are you at getting them to use their gas tank versus yours? You don't even mention elevation. Uh, it's it's big. <laughs> I think that would you know what I think on on the components that would probably just shrink everyone's gas tank. I would guess that makes if you have a ten gallon gas tank and you go to elevation, it hits like actually seven, seven. six maybe. Yeah. And who's the best conditioned guy you ever wrestled? I never had anyone wear me. Mitchell, honestly, I, I will give you. I so listen. I'm not. I'm 38. I'm not in that much shape. The day I split my eye, Mitchell was wearing me out, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I'm gonna gas out. But like I don't. I'm pretty efficient, and uh, I, I. It's not like I competed at a high level anymore. But no one really wears me out. Um, Max was the one guy when I was like really competitive that I couldn't. I couldn't wear him out. You know, he had pretty mm -hmm. good cardio and position was efficient. I couldn't make him fall over, but most guys I could just, I, I would, if, if we went long enough, I would just make them fall over. What's the best, <clears throat> what's the best conditioning besides wrestling that you would do? Just wrestling. Really? That's I mean, it. you can do like that's biking it. or running. Like, no. Well, the hardest thing ever is an aerodyne, but no, I mean, it's just wrestling. That's it. Wrestle, be efficient, wrestle hard to train your wrestling muscles. That's, I mean, I just wrestle all the time. You hated cardio. I hated cardio. You tried to get out of it. Do you guys I didn't do try to get out of it. No, that is a that is a lie, Christian Piles. Well, hold don't on. swear. Don't swear. I'm not gonna swear. He almost made me swear. I'm not I swearing. You... No, the deal is here's the deal. The deal is there was the eight lappers. Every Monday morning we did an eight lapper in the indoor turf room. Uh -huh. The problem is I'm really slow. Okay. 
And so if you didn't make it in eight minutes, they they saw that as a sign of you were being lazy or you weren't trying. And then you had to do another eight lapper. Well, like everyone except almost, well, no, the heavyweights got an extra minute. So they got nine minutes, but everyone else had eight minutes. I was one of the only people to miss it on a very regular basis. <laughs> and it was so dumb. It's like, Coach Smith, I wear everyone out. I have the best <laughs> gas tank on this team. I am trying. I do not want to run another eight lapper. But every Monday you make me run a second eight lapper. This sucks. And so then, like, you know, most days I would just be like, okay, I'm going to try really hard. I made it probably like, I don't know, five times out of 60. Like, not a lot. A really small number, you know? And uh, so, you know, some days I would just lose my mind and be like, F you, F this. I'm the best conditioner on this team. Why do I have to run again? I hate this. I hate you. And he'd be like, run again. I'm like, mm. you know, no, just cuss and run again. Man. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, I do not think I should have to run again, given the fact that I was wearing everyone out. That's, God, you got to be fair. like the one in a million that's like that, though. You know, I couldn't make it. I couldn't make it. I would. I was like close and I made it sometimes. You know, and then sometimes it'd be like eight laps in eight minutes, and then you'd be at like seven ten on lap seven. But like, uh, okay, I'm not. Gonna What's run. the closest you ever came? Was there ever a time, Ben? Like, like, let me what? ask you this: Who's the guy that pushed you the hardest from a gas tank gas tank standpoint? Max. Max is the one I couldn't wear. What out. about what about a guy that you competed against? Like, I never got that tired in seven minutes. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wore people out, but I never got worn out in seven minutes ever. You can't think of one time where you were like, oh, no, man. never, ever. It did not happen. Hmm. Even when you were getting beat early on? Well, I wasn't losing because of the cardio. Generally, okay. in those matches, I was coming back. As the match went on, it was getting better for me. If the okay. match would have kept going, I kind of think, now let me make let me make an audacious statement that will make everyone mad. Okay. You, know, you know who I'm jealous of sometimes, Christian? I'm jealous of Gordon Ryan. Oh, yeah. You know why I'm jealous of him? Is yeah. he going to juice? <laughs> I will not make that accusation, JD Raider. That's you. He's no, open I, about it. <laughs> okay, I'm jealous. No, I'm jealous because if he had to do a seven minute or six minute jujitsu scoring match, he might not be the goat. Right? He might yeah. not. He maybe would be, but maybe not. There'd be probably there's more margin for error for him. If if my rule set was just go till you pin someone, I might have been the goat. Like. You know, there would for for many years there wouldn't have been anyone who could pin me. Um, and if you gave me long enough against the Russians or anyone else, I would have pinned them. Um, and then you know maybe like David Taylor comes around and maybe he would have been able to pin me or a Bo Nickel eventually, someone like that. But for a handful of years there, if the rules were you're going to wrestle till you pin someone, I'm going to pin everybody. Yeah, that's fair. And so I'm jealous even, of Gordon Ryan because of that. Even in his yeah. no time limit matches uh, or non no time limit matches, they're still like 20, 30 minutes, which is yeah, they're, ne really they're never six or seven. No, it's never. crazy. Yep. So for for the type of athlete that he is, and I would say like from you know uh, uh, body composition, well not like muscle wise, but just like he's kind of a cardio guy. Like he just like kind of goes and goes and goes. You know, he's not a sprinter. Uh, that would have suited me much better. And then, you know, obviously in the freestyle rule set was the worst. I had to wrestle a four-minute match, essentially, right? Um, it sucked. Of of note, Gordon has, I believe, the fastest submission in ADCC history this year, like 14 yeah. seconds. And he also tapped Nicky Rod in like two minutes. So Dang. he can he can do both. And now they're beefing. Huh? They're beefing. Oh, they're right beefing now. hard. Yeah. We're Who's trying beefing? To, we're trying to stay out of the beef. Uh-oh. Okay. 
Shout out to Beef. Because they're both in Austin. It's like, <laughs> cool. oh! It's cool, guys. ELE. All right. Somehow, younger Rocky. How did Rocky. we get on that? We got, oh, we got gas, gas tanks because you said they're so tired. Hey, I gave some good advice there on the, the three components of a gas tank. That was great mm-hmm. stuff. It's yeah. not just the size of it. That's what some people think. It's, it's the size. It's how much you can use, your toughness, and then the efficiency. Of which like what kind use. of fuel are you burning, right? Ben, I, mean, ben, kind of- I didn't even – well, we, did that, we got to think of another component to put the kind of fuel in there. Yeah. I guess that's the efficiency. It's either do you have a, yeah. a very efficient yep. fuel mix or do you have an yeah. efficient car, one of the two? Yeah, you run in the jet fuel or you're running something with, you know, 50% ethanol. Ben, Spencer's running that jet fuel. just comes out. And yeah. He's yeah, on the, him and Musakaya both. They got that jet fuel. I don't know what I don't Musakayev's on Marlboro Reds and Swiss cake rolls. That's his fuel. Camel unfilter. He's I actually eating. brought him up. I brought him up Monday in this debate because I said I said, even if you were a sprinter, even if your if your thing is like to go hard, you never know when you may use your gas tank. I said, listen, anyone in the in the world can use their gas tank against Musakayev. Anyone, if you just make it to minute like three and a half, he's probably going to fall over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Music has mm-hmm. the exact opposite of you. He would be the goat if matches were two yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah. If the matches were two minutes, he might never ever lose. <laughs> That's possible. All right, we do need to pick a winner for this match. Uh, I'm going to go Rocky Elam. <sighs> Man, I kind of want course. to as well. Um. I'm trying to think, you know, the uh, Rocky's single leg finish, it's like one of his his best skills and yeah. one of Younger's best skills is just bouncing on one foot for about 20 minutes. So, but Rocky really likes to finish on the mat. Yes, he does. So, which um that's yeah, a huge if you keep it there then that'll work, but if not then yes, it's difficult. Yes. Um there we go. So, I'm going to I'm going to take Rocky in this one. Yeah. I think Iowa State might need this one, but maybe not as much. I think it's going to be close for sure. I'm kind of a Bastida guy, but I'm going Rocky on this occasion. JD hey, won't uh, say. Just FYI, I'm I'm uh, just so we're all clear. I'm biased. I'm going to pick a lot of Missouri guys here, and I'm going to have this score lopsided because they are toss ups. Yeah, I know. Okay, just just so we're clear. <laughs> I know what you're going to do, um, but I'm not going to balance you out just so we have like differing opinions either. I, I well, that's JD. JD's the Iowa State homer. You don't need to be. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not trying to balance anyone out here. I just pick who I think is going to win. Uh, all right, heavyweight Elam versus Skyler. This is another tough one. Uh, Skyler's been looking really good. He almost lost to Pitzer, um, but then like pulled it out at the end. Have these two hit? I'm pretty sure they. They almost I don't certainly think so. I can't think of it. It would I'm, seem I'm like they the would have. Well, last year maybe. Uh, Ooh, yeah, maybe. Elam won six one. Uh, Oh yeah! Last time, let's go. And oh, they've wrestled a bunch. Two uh, oh really? for Elam, pin for Elam. I. So yeah, they've wrestled. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna pick Elam, and I was feeling a little bit like I was um, maybe biased on this, but uh, that makes me feel a lot better about it. Yeah, I'm taking Elam here as well. Um, you, Iowa State may need a split here, man. Elon's been really good this year. I didn't. He only has a singular loss to Colton Schultz. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's I when mean, Colton looks otherworldly, and he's hitting outside step great. high crotches yeah. and looked like ridiculous. And then he's not been the same guy since. Mm-hmm. He hasn't beat anyone that's that great. He's beat like a handful, of, like 
good guys, but no one, no one's super great. Yeah. All right. Certain Feastly. We'll go a little quicker I'm here. I'm going certain by major. I'll take decision. Okay. Um, and then I'll take Redding over Brown. Benjamin. Yeah. Is it, where is um? Adesayev. I think. Adesayev, I, I think they're just going with Redding. Mm-hmm. It, it will be probably a wrestle off situation at the last chance. <laughs> last chance or. It's a good you idea. Know, just close room scenario. Adesayev's been hurt, but uh, it it'll be like, you know, right before Big Twelves. Really, Redding is it is is Redding really his equivalent? I'm looking through his wrestle stat. It's really. Not that impressive. I think Redding's pretty good. Um, I mean, his best win this year is, I guess, Biscogli in overtime, or maybe Dom Zacone from Campbell. Uh, and he's lost four of his last five. I'm gonna go. Let's go, Tigers! Oh my gosh, M I Z S O U R I. No, Z O U. No, that's how it goes. You have to finish spelling it. M I Z. I do that to Bader every single time he says M-I-Z. Oh he's, he's come to accept it. Uh, yeah, that, it could be wrong on this one. It's a toss-up for sure. 41. All right, Hart versus Swiderski. Casey probably needs this one. Uh, he needs several ones. Um, what, what, Shane, what are your thoughts on, on this match, Swiderski's year, etc.? Yeah, I mean, he's uh, set some ups and downs. Right. I mean, I really like him. I think he's when it's all said and done, he's going to be really good. But uh, I think he's just kind of figuring it out. I mean, the, I'm always interested to see these guys that uh, they win. They do a ton of winning. And now it's just, you know, now you now you got to come back with some losing. So, I mean, he's uh, he had a nice win. Was that Friday night when they wrestled you and I? Yep, he he, yeah. No, he lost. So, he, no, he lost to you and I. He, he beat Pusino of Illinois. That's what it was. Danny Pacino, he beat him. For, OK, yeah. Um, gosh, I, I mean, this, these are, these are the fascinating things where I'd love to be inside somebody's head for 10 minutes. Like mm-hmm. really know what, like really know what he's thinking. I mean, how, I mean, I think right now with him, it's, it's probably, uh, obviously more mental than anything. I mean, he's got the skill set to go with anybody. Um, I worry about gosh. the mat with him, uh, especially against Hart, who's, who's tough on top. Um, yeah. Yeah. This, I mean, I'd give the edge to Hart in this match. I mean, same thing. It's freaking, is this, uh, um, yeah, I mean, I, I would pick Hart to win. Mm-hmm. But Swiderski, I mean, he's just a bad dude, man. I like how he, I like how he, I mean, I love how he fights. I mean, he's going to show up and go. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm going to take Swiderski in this one. I've got a, I've got a couple toss-ups Missouri's way. I don't know. I think. Desperation can yield, uh, yeah, s- some uh, interesting results. I'll leave it. I mean, that. I'm 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 dying to see how Bastida comes back. That's the, I'm I'm like really looking forward to seeing how he comes back after last weekend because mm-hmm. he didn't look very good. Swiderski said he was back. Yeah, he said he was back. Yep, yep. All right, casino. It has been declared he's back. Okay, one forty nine. <laughs> Brock Mahler mm-hmm. versus Panero Johnson. I'm calling this the oh. CU and tiebreaker special. <laughs> Just start it. The same thing. Save us 10 minutes. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, going to be uh, probably one to one. One to one. Defense wins championships, they say. 
Um, like, help, help me break this down. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Mahler's not going to take any risks, and Pinero's best thing is his reattack, so he's not going to get an opportunity to do that. Um, I, I think they do a lot of looking at each other, and, and I think you're right. We're either going to figure out an overtime or double overtime. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. would be edge to Mahler? I don't know. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, it's such yeah. a coin flip. They're both so some of those rideouts can be like, you know, if you if you can get you know get to their leg once and Matt return them, then you get a few more seconds, or do you have a stall warning going into overtime? Yep. You know, yeah. like to just Yeah, it's it's a funny way to let your wrestling match be decided. They both lost to Parco um close. Of course, mm-hmm. Panero has the six four loss to Wiley which sticks out a little bit. And he had the 3-1 win over Allard of UNI. That's just not the momentum you like to see, which probably means Pinero's ready to turn it around. But I think the matchup is in Pinero's wheelhouse to to be won. And I think he's going to be comfortable in the close match. So I'm taking him in this one with zero confidence. (laughs) I, I think there's about four matches in this dual meet that's zero confidence for me. Like, yeah. no idea. No clue. I mean, even like Swiderski and Hart, no idea. I'm just, I'm, when in doubt in these, I kind of go with the home team. Even, I mean, even though that yeah. means, it might not mean anything either. Who Swiderski knows? Swiderski really likes to reattack. Uh, I, you know, Hart is, Hart's pretty efficient in the scrambles and he's really good on top. And I think he could give Swiderski a lot of problems there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he could. He for sure could. It's going to be a great do- – how many people will be at this thing tonight? I have, well, usually tonight's a big one because they have the Missouri State Tournament starting tomorrow, so all the teams come in town. So there's but they don't. quite the crowd. I don't, I don't think Missouri State Tournament does start tomorrow, according That's to David Bray. It Since when? It's, all, it's always been – I mean, forever it's been the week before um, – The week before Wisconsin State Tournament. That's how it's always been. Missouri State Tournament? M H S A A. You said I know the Iowa State tournament starts tonight. Yeah, and it doesn't Um, end till like mid March, I think. Yeah, all (laughs) I mean, I think all of them in the Midwest are Thursday, Friday, Saturday. At least all the ones that I've been to. I mean, could this be another record? I mean, could they break a record tonight from an attendance standpoint? I don't know about that one. Usually, the Beauty and the Beast gets like real. I don't know if they did that one this year, but that one gets really high numbers. Like, I do know there will be a large contingent from the football team and their staff in attendance. Coach Smith did tell me that yesterday. Of Missouri? Of Missouri. I cannot find this Missouri State Wrestling Tournament. It's annoying me. No. Uh oh, you're wait. I think I'm right. What in the world? Sorry, they're doing. Oh my god, this is so weird. They're doing. This is bizarre. They're doing. Yes, so it is next weekend. They must. They must have moved it. But they're doing. The two divisions on Wednesday, Thursday, and two divisions on Friday, Saturday. Wow, how weird is that? Does anybody else do that? I love celebrating my state title on Thursday night. Nothing, nothing better. It's although I then mean, you then then you can eat on the weekend, watch the other wrestling. I mean, that'd be kind of fun. That's so <laughs> weird because you also want. I mean, I don't know about other states, but in Wisconsin, for example, me and Shana will get this. Uh, you know, Saturday night. Well, now they're adding. They're, usually it's three mats, but they're adding a fourth mat for girls, which is awesome. 
But you put the, the three mats in a line, now four, on the floor of the Kohl Center. Everyone walks in a circle. Everyone's getting jazzed. Let's go. State finals. And everyone's doing the state finals at the same time. And it's just such a really cool thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So to have two of them two days before, that's yeah, like. Probably not. Uh, yeah. They're not going to be. Takes as... away a lot from it. I hate, yeah. I hate what Pennsylvania does. They do their uh, smaller school Saturday afternoon and then big school saturday on, night. on a singular mat yes oh that's lame Why would I, you I've heard, they'll have like third and fifth place going on at the same time but the finals oh no one wants third and fifth put their third, third and fifth place in the afternoon no have you guys been that. in a pennsylvania state tournament any of you guys i have not i have several times yes i've heard again i don't know this but i i've heard from a like uh just like a experience fan experience like it's it's like nobody's there like, yeah, the best wrestlers in the country in Pennsylvania. Like, Wisconsin has been with Wisconsin is packed. Tell them, Shane, we're sold out, baby. 15,000 people in the Kohl Center. Like, it, it, it's an event. And I yeah, heard Pennsylvania is, like, not like that. Coming from a state like Iowa um, and even – Yeah, like, you know what it's like. I, in was I, very, yeah. I was very surprised at the lack of attendance. Yeah. California is the same way. I guess it's like nobody shows up. And I, I didn't know if it was because they split up um your small school and your big school um classes but even on days where you know it, it was the entire brackets not just the finals I, I was surprised at the lack of attendance yes i mean the pennsylvania you would think the pennsylvania state tournament would be in a twenty thousand seat arena and you still couldn't get in yeah because yeah, i mean there's so much mind. So, I mean, there's a high population base and there's so much history there also. Well, JD, what's Iowa like? Is Iowa like Wisconsin where it's yeah. crazy? They Friday sell and Saturday night. So, yeah, Friday night and Saturday night. Was. Okay. So, yeah, Friday and Saturday night for Wisconsin will be sold out. That, that is pretty insane that Pennsylvania is not. That's really weird. Yeah. I will say they are a, a fairly rowdy crowd. They're, they're not afraid to uh, to boo some high schoolers. No potentially dangerous in Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, did you make a pick? Did you? Are you just picking? Are you just picking Mahler, Ben? Uh yeah. I'm gonna. Pick, <laughs> I didn't even mean for it to end up like this, but I'm picking nine Tigers. Let's go nine one. <laughs> you might as well go. You might as well call the shutout, Ben. Just call it. Yeah. Call it. Oh, just do I just it. can't see Colton Hawks beating Marcus Coleman, but the rest of them, I could justify my picks on the rest of them. Yeah, I mean, I realize the likelihood it goes nine one is like if that was in a sports book and we're picking nine one, it's going to be I'm going to win like plus three thousand or something like that. I realize how ridiculous it is. Mm-hmm. I'm still going for it. Let's go. If, Let's if go. you have the All last right. two as decisions, Ben, you have it twenty nine to three, Missouri. <laughs> yeah take that kevin dresser he's probably he's, he's probably gonna go pins just to go you know whatever if if yeah I, I, if kevin hears this he's probably thinking they even show up knowing it's gonna be that bad They're tonight 29 yeah <laughs> better mm-hmm. head home all right 57 jq's versus kreiser uh jq's a favorite here it's probably gonna be close just because jq's wrestles close matches but he should win so I'll take him, yeah. Ben. Yeah. I guess we can just... It will be probably it's potentially it's either three two or overtime. Yes, not a not a great match. Okay, and that brings us to uh, the the main event: Keegan O'Toole versus David Carr. 
I think Keegan's been a little better this year. I think he has more ways to score, more ways to win. We'll see how it, um, you know, they're going to hit three times this year, I, in my opinion. I think they're for sure hitting tonight, very yes. likely at uh, Big 12 finals, Big 12. and I would say pretty likely in the NCAA finals as well. Um, so I think it's the first of three, and I think that's a reason to feel out a lot of different positions and try some things, and especially if you're yes. the underdog, which David Carr is. <laughs> Man, so you see where think, you're at. Okay, hold on. So if this was, I know, I know what you guys got for the points today, and I'm sure we do that. But if this was in a sports book, I'm actually guessing. You know, we're just doing a line. It's going to be really close to an even pick them, like a, or maybe like a, you know, minus one twenty for Keegan, plus one ten for David Carr. It's something really close to even is what it's going to be. I think. I think in the community's mind, Keegan's a, a favorite, and if you did pick them. You want even money on both sides. I don't think you'd get that if you made it a pick them. Really? I made I made this line. I gave Keegan a point and a half. Okay, but so so if we're talking but if we're talking about a money line, I mean what would happen though, Christian, is that even if the first wave of people picked Keegan, then the odds are gonna go in his favor. And then David Carr at plus one thirty, one forty, one fifty, everyone's gonna say, Oh, I'll take that. You know, I'll take that. Yes, I agree. You know, I don't actually think he's that much money. of an underdog. And then you know, and then it would go, it would go closer back to even. It would be like minus one thirty or twenty for Keegan. Yes, minus one ten for David. There, there would be no positive money on this mm-hmm. line. Uh, the informal tweet we sent asking uh, was pretty well. It's all over the place. It's more a little more Keegan than than Carr, but there's a lot of Carr. It's tough mm. to say. All day, Keegan, 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 O'Toole, David Carr, Keegan, Carr, 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 Carr. Whoa. All right, maybe it would be even. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it'd be close to even. So I am I am taking Keegan in this match. I think we're going to learn a lot. And I, yes. I think that's probably how Carr's going to approach it. I don't think he's going to um, hold back. I think he's going to try things and see what, what works and what doesn't work. And he even mentioned in his in his – interview it's like man this is all about refining and getting ready for the big one and he 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 all but said yeah i'm probably gonna see this guy two other times beyond this match um so he's like that's the final test that's what i'm preparing for so with that if we said uh christian if we said guys uh who've had say i don't know keegan's 56 and one in his college career right now guys with 50 matches or more how many of them have let three losses or less and and david carr is actually only two because the redshirt one wouldn't actually count on his official record mm-hmm. um he actually only has two losses so he's like probably like 80 and two or something to that effect if you take out the redshirt season how many guys have that few losses like what Starocki? Starocki, not even uh, aaron brooks or spencer lee has that yeah all right so, well, has the two or at night, RBY had a bunch early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Makai um, had Makai's got more than that. I mean, there's not a lot. Like when you think about the 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 amount of times these guys lose, it's just it's just really few and far between. Fix Fix only has the finals in Philippi, right? I'm not forgetting one. Yeah, three finals. Uh, yeah, he beat Suriano in the duel. Um, Dayton. Yeah, he lost twice as a redshirt freshman. Um, well, that was the year he lost. Yeah, that was the year he made the finals. That was Filippi and Suriano, and then two yep. RBYs. Wow. Yeah, that's Yanni that's a... only has two. 
Yanni's got two. Pretty absurd. Yeah. And of course, these guys have a lot. a lot of their career still to go, right? Um, yeah. Keegan has this season and two more. Carr has one more after this, right? Yep. Correct. So let's see what Aaron Brooks has. Aaron Brooks and has, what's exciting, too, is you know both these guys are the, the plan is 74 kilos for this year, mm-hmm. maybe even LA. So this could be the first match in a very long post-collegiate rivalry as well. Guys, we, might, this might be a stupid question, but I'll ask it anyways. In a match like this, is it, I mean, obviously you want to win, but I I, I mean, I, am I safe in saying like just the, like almost the intel is far more valuable? I don't know. I, th- I think you try, I mean, especially if you're the winner, you tr- you try your strategy that you think is the best possibility to win the match. And then if, right, if it, if it, works then you probably use it again maybe make a small adjustment to you think about what adjustment will they make and then you try to make a counter adjustment um if you lose then you're like okay why didn't my strategy work and what could i use diff- what could i do differently i mean the one thing the one advantage keegan would have kind of like after that is david carr i think does less things um he has less ways to score keegan just has so much offense. His his snaps are good. His man position is, is elite. He's got great drags. He can go uh, head outside, uh, outside step, head outside to both sides. He can go head inside to right side. He can go down block, go behind basic defense. He's got obviously elite scrambling. You know, so there's just like a lot of things he can do. So if he tries some things and they don't work, he can say, okay, let me let me go to my next set of things. Yeah. What's the so you, you you mentioned the blurb you gave uh you tried to give Keegan before his Wenzel match. What's the what's the thing you're saying to him? If there's like one thing you want in Keegan's mind for this match to maybe watch out for or avoid or or what what is that thing? There's uh I don't I've I've heard said close the distance, right? David Carr likes, you know, he's got a really uh leaned over stance that keeps his arms out a lot to try to keep a lot of space. Uh, I would probably say try to close that space off. Yeah. I, I will say I don't think Keegan has faced anyone with the leg attack speed prowess of, of David Carr this year. Um, oh, definitely not. I mean, or even last year, the... you know, no one. I don't think he's faced this kind of uh, skill well, yeah, set. Who else? Who else is, is would be on that level? Yeah, I mean, not many. Very few. Yeah, yeah, it's few. Um, Let's see, one sixty-five. Uh... Yeah, I mean, definitely not Shane Griffith. Definitely not Evan Wick. Definitely not. I mean, he didn't hit Wick. Well, but... Evan Wick's got a great single, uh, but yeah, maybe not quite as quick as David Carr. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, there's just not really anyone else who's on uh, in, in this year's field that's on the same caliber. Uh, Brian O'Toole is trying to tell me. Let's see, let's see if you guys disagree or agree. He was trying to tell me. <laughs> And I disagreed. 165 this year is potentially one of the better weight classes of all time. And I said, well, I think it's really good. I said, the, you know, the obvious of 133 a few years back and then 149, uh, you know, 2008, um, you know, better. But you obviously have guys in this bracket, Keegan, David, and Shane already have won NCAA titles. Um, and, you know, obviously they'll be beating each other potentially in the future. Uh, Shane likely won't win because he's he's on island too. Um, so he won't win another one. But then in the future, could some of these guys go to other weights? Like I'm pretty sure Cartula is bumping up. I wouldn't be surprised if Hamidi bumped up. Could some of them go to 74 and wheel title up there also? 
Facundo, right? Down the road. Yeah, he's good. No, you know my feelings on that topic. <laughs> um, yeah, so you're, you're what do you guy, Ben? No, I, I think no, I don't think he's that great. Okay. Didn't we? I thought we argued this already, like two weeks ago. I, I can't remember twenty minutes ago. And maybe okay. it may have been with me also. I, I would say I'm pretty sure Shane. But okay, go ahead. So it's, it's fine. I would say it, it's up there. I mean, I don't think anything is within within one forty nine two thousand eight. I think yeah, that's just. That was not, I agree. I'm not gonna say untouchable, but I don't know. Close. Uh, yeah, not, not, close. Um, so it, but it's is it the question is does it compare to the the Dayton and this this weight didn't quite transpire like we thought because Seth got hurt, but it would have been yeah. Seth Gross if if he had stayed healthy. Dayton Fix, Nick Soriano, Stevan Michich, uh, Sebastian. Wait, really? Is he there? No, no. came up the next year. Was he, he? came up the following year. I don't um, think so. I think Sebastian was the, the following. He was 2020 when he came up a weight class, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that that weight was really, really good. Um, I think you had DeSanto in the mix as well. Roman. John Smith, John Smith called it the toughest class he's ever weight class he's yeah. ever seen. Yes. All due respect, it's up there. It's certainly up there. But we, you know, when Gross goes out for the year with injury, that definitely that's a that's a returning national champion that didn't get to wrestle in it. So that hurt it. But yeah, it was really good. But three current NCAA champions is really rare. Really, really rare. So it's up there for the modern era. One of the, one of the best weights ever. And I think it's happened, guys, to win. Don't quote me on this. I think. It's happened just twice, maybe, where a guy's had to beat a couple national champs to win a win a title. Well, you mean like two in the same bracket? You mean? Or yeah, what? I'm going off of Jim Gibbons is one of them. That's how come I I, I know Jim is oh, one. Oh really? Of them. Yeah, Jim is one you of mean- them. And then um um was it Nick? It was either like Nickerson or Escobedo, one of those guys. So we're obviously saying people who already won national titles, not people who would go on to win national titles. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Interesting. 20, 2010, you, you mentioned that 2010 NCAAs 125 had Nickerson, Escobedo. Uh, neither of them won. Uh, Robles might have been in that bracket too. McDonough yeah. beat Long. Um, maybe there. Maybe it's happened three times. I should. I'll find out. But uh, it's it's this could be one of those situations again. Yeah, the one twenty fives from like two thousand five to twelve or fifteen. They just loved winning one title. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That makes it even look better because they all they only win one. Yeah, there's so many injuries in that in that bundle also where yeah. you know a guy would either win and get hurt or be hurt and then get healthy and then you know like win even like year. Delgado one two couldn't do it again. McDonough, you know mm-hmm. couldn't. Didn't have it as soon had the injury. Escobedo had the injury. Yeah, yeah yep. there were so many of those. Big Ten do uh I don't know what I was even gonna say. Mark Bader walked in and distracted me. Um I distracted Did he show myself. you his watch? Huh? No. Should... <laughs> um Okay. So the duel has concluded. At least the preview has. Great. Uh we're we're really looking forward to it. What time does that start tonight, guys? Six thirty Central. Central. Nice. Nice. Don't quote oh, yeah. me on that. I'm double checking. I'm going to be there like all day. Live on Flow Wrestling. It yeah. is live on Flow Wrestling. 
It is live awesome. on Flow Wrestling. Can't wait. Yes, indeed. And make sure you check out, uh, yeah. Check out I JD's love it. content. I it's on a Wednesday plenty... night, too. Love it. I, yeah. I wish there were more. I wish there were more. Yeah. I agree. Um, you, should got, you guys should sign an exclusive contract with one of these schools. And in the contract, it it has to state they can only do Wednesday duels or Thursday duels or something like that. So that way they're forced to do it on that date. All right. Yeah. We're, we're going to do that right what? now. What? You don't like my idea? I love it. Down there. We say it all the it. time. We say it all the time. We love the weekend duels. They're great. Fantastic. They do well too, uh, also. All right. So that's it. Can't wait for it. Tune in live on Flow this evening for David O'Carr versus Keith. David Carver's Keegan O'Toole. David O'Carver. For the record, CP's prediction, 18-12, Missouri. Yeah. Bastida Elam is going to be huge for that one. (laughs) Bastida Elam is going to be so big. Um, All right. Bader's here. But I want to get to this before Bader hops on. He can hop on. He can sit and listen in. Um, But I want to talk about this story. Be quiet over there, Bader. Shut up. Go ahead. This is a weird story. Um, at, in Maryland, Silver Spring, Maryland, Wheaton High School, uh, they have a wrestling team, and their season got completely shut down uh, like last week because their coach used an ineligible wrestler uh, in competition. And so you you read about it a little bit. They used someone that not only wasn't it was an ineligible wrestler. <laughs> This person was not a student in the Montgomery That's County Public Schools. Wild. Which, that is quite a leap. It's like, I don't know if it was a graduate that used to wrestle or just someone. Who knows? Um, but they used someone that was that was ineligible. And as a result, the... Wait, no, wait. It, did say, it said in the article, not a student. So, like, what? It's not like... The kid failed the class. The person was not a student. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, he got kicked off the team and was academically ineligible. Yeah. This is like a not high school student that was resume. So who knows who it was? Who knows how that transpired? Who knows how the athlete was utilized? I, those are the details we don't exactly have. We need those details. Those details feel yes. relevant. Um, Super relevant. So the what is the abbreviation MPSSA? I think is the Maryland whatever governing body. They said, "You're all done. <laughs> You're all done. The season Bold is team. over for you." That sucks. That's bad. And I think, you know, and they cited okay, they used this guy, this wrestler that was not a student. But then they they also said the student athletes seem to have knowledge that this athlete wasn't a student well duh to a, to a, it's like yeah no, <laughs> no kidding. next to him in english yeah <laughs> yeah it's pretty pretty obvious uh they're they're probably like my dad know. works with them full time at whatever place yeah yeah the janitor i he's see him in the hallway but then he comes to practice yeah, he's, he's on the 1980 olympic team he drives the bus uh it's it's great so I had a mustache well, better than jd's for god's sakes yeah <laughs> not possible yeah that's that's tough um so on the one hand it's like, yeah, you cannot do that. But on the other hand, the, the advantage of wrestling is that this isn't a scenario where, okay, you've got a basketball team and you bring in a ringer and you win a game and you advance somewhere in the tournament. Like that result. And then, yeah, yeah I think you got to shut that down. But this is an individual sport based on your individual accomplishments. You've got a coach that is wildly out of pocket. <laughs> 
okay, <laughs> wildly out of pocket. And so that speaks to a probably there is a cultural problem on the team as a result of that because their leader it just makes terrible decisions, and I'm sure that wasn't the only one. But I do think it is uh, it is misplaced punishment to end every student's season. Um, th- to participate in in a sport is a good thing, and to end the season because they have a bad coach, that's not really the kid's fault. And they're, even if they did know, okay, yeah, wh- no. what are they supposed to do? The guy in charge is the one putting this dude out there. Am I supposed to sort of supposed to be a whistleblower? He's supposed to be the go tell the this, principal. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And to that point, why doesn't the print? Where's the AD checking in? Is like, hey, you got any you know twenty yeah. two year olds uh, scrapping it out for you wrestling one thirty eight? Did they know. say how many times? Was it just a one time thing, or has it been all season? It doesn't say. It doesn't uh, say. So if yeah. this was like a dual state thing, yeah, no, they shouldn't be in that. But the individual wrestlers that are trying to reach their goals and wrestling their state tournament, these seniors, it doesn't make sense to end their season. Let them go. They fired the coach. I don't know if I mentioned that. Um, you didn't, okay. but that's – Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those kind of goes without relevant. saying. Highly relevant. But, uh, but yeah, so he's fired. So the guy that, that screwed it up has been dealt with. He, he should probably hopefully never coach in that capacity again. And there it is. So I don't know what else um, – you can do, and someone says maybe it was an eighth grader. This says it wasn't a Montgomery County Public School student, so they weren't even so in the system. Wonder, they weren't even in elementary think, school. You maybe know what? I think the best, the, the most likelihood is, is that there was some type of situation where the kid was a student, and then he decided like he wanted to drop out or not, but like he just wanted to keep wrestling, so he just kept showing up at practice, and the kid let him. I, that would be, I would guess, what the most likely yeah. scenario is. Or expulsion. Yeah, I mean, the kid got kicked out. Regardless, yeah, okay, we get it. He shouldn't have been wrestling. The guy wasn't a student, and he was doing high school. So you got you to gotta punish them. But, yeah, um, yeah I, don't, I don't agree with the decision to end, the, end everyone's season as a result of this. I agree. Yeah. yeah, but, guys, here's the thing, though, just kind of playing the other side of it. Uh-oh. I mean, Appreciate it sucks. It. I mean, this, this is horrible, okay? I mean, nobody's going to argue that. But I think when you look bigger picture, it's it's just kind of like, Okay, well, what rules at the end of the day that are broken? Okay, this rule in particular we're talking about right now is just not fair to these other kids. You got to put them in. Fine, but now what about if another rule is breaking? Then it's just it just gets to be too much of a gray area. I mean, I you, you got to have some of these rules in place. It just is what it is. I mean, yeah. And I would say I would say this too. I don't think it's a huge. Like you hear about a story like this one in particular, I've never heard of one like this before ever. <laughs> so it's like, do you switch the whole rules because of one scenario? I mean, the guy, it sucks. But I mean, whoever this coach is, I mean, what's he doing? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, so I, I just, I, these I, these I, governing I, bodies I, clinging to the rules like they're the daggone Bill of Rights or the Constitution, like yeah, guys, but Christian, all the time. Huh? Why, why is this a national story? It is a national story. I don't. I'm, I'm asking why. Oh, I don't know. Because it's interesting, right? We're talking about it because it's interesting. Like it just made its way. Yeah. Here, it made its way. It's made its way. It's around. Yeah, I don't know. Another what? classic wrestling story, and I know these. I, I'm, just not, I'm just not that interested. <laughs> Can we do the next topic? So yeah, <laughs> Sorry, I, Montgomery. No, no, Ben. Next topic. Ben, Ben's boredom is not a, a rationale to move on. Um, okay. <laughs> what if there was a good reason? What if there was somehow was a good this kid this kid's life has fallen apart. He needs wrestling to yeah. give him structure. You know, I'm I Yeah. 
my play, mind went there, Bader. My, yeah, my mind maybe, went there too. Without Bader. wrestling, he'd maybe, be, you know. But there's also so many details we don't know. So we're, we're talking these theoreticals. And if I feel like if I make a strong point, I could be an idiot because I don't even know what the real story is. All right. Well, if we can, we could safely just operate under the assumption this was a wrestler who shouldn't have been wrestling. And we can even operate under the assumption that all the kids knew he wasn't supposed to be wrestling. All those things can be true. And it's still, I, I don't get the slippery slope argument with this. Like, this is probably a rare thing that happens. And do, you don't have to. There's nothing that says you have to end everyone's season as a result of this. You end the season for the for the guilty parties, and punishing the entire team doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I I guess we do need more details to have yeah. a release release the documents. I say yes. Uh, okay. Well, Mark, Bay, why don't we, before we uh, talk about what we're going to talk about pre-talk, can we play the uh, trailer for the newest flow film? Here, here it is. All right, we're going to hit the button. So, Tania Sibumana, the jungle kid. Tania's from the Congo. From what I know where Dunia is from, it's very dangerous. On one sunny day, they were playing on the edge of the jungle. The chimpanzees just came out of nowhere and attacked me. It was just like shocking seeing a chimpanzee in front of me. We will never know exactly what happened to Dania that day. Dania remembers uh, waking up and seeing his face just hanging. When I woke up in the hospital, I was just like scared. I was just surprised I was still alive. Wrestling saved his life, along with that park ranger in Virunga. He found his identity through wrestling, and he found his confidence through wrestling. I would describe Denny's wrestling style as exciting. I mean, he takes it to you. He doesn't back down, doesn't take any time off. He's just on you, on you, on you. I couldn't imagine this life after wrestling came I just knew that it was a miracle that I was still alive, and things happened for a reason. So there you have it. Coming soon. It is out now. In fact, uh, episode two of our series, No Sad Stories, about Dunia Sibomana. Um, if you didn't catch it, uh, quick cliff notes on this. Dunia was born in the Congo. He and some family members were playing by the jungle. They were attacked by chimpanzees. His family members there were killed. He was left there by the chimpanzees. His face is really... Uh, was basically ripped off an entire half of his face. And he was found by a park ranger. He made his way to New York. He is a, now a, a New York State champion as an eighth grader. Now he's in his ninth grade season. Um, and there's a lot in between <laughs> what I just described. Uh, an amazing story. And Bader, I, I just want to, when you first heard about this, how did you first hear about it? And what was, what was it like? You're like, wait, ch- chimpanzees, Congo, New York, what? So, yeah, you guys know Ollie. He's been on Ollie of Stone. Right? Not familiar, but yeah, he's, he's we, been miss him. FRL. we miss him. Right. Well, well, me and Ollie like to we, – we, we jab at each other. We give each other a hard time. We always, you try to get one over, make something up, get the other guy to fall for it, right? Mm-hmm. Just like tell, tell outlandish things. And yeah. one day we're here in, in this building <laughs> a, year, I don't know, a year ago or so, and he's like, Bader, I'm telling you this thing. This is for real, though. This kid from my high school – yeah, you know, 
attacked by chimpanzees. I'm like, I'm serious. Beta, I'm like, yeah, I ain't falling for this, Ollie. Nice try. Like, no, I, I, you know, after he says it five, six times, I'm telling you, I don't know how to tell you. I know this sounds like a thing that we normally do, but this is like for real. I'm like, oh, and he, you're making this shit up, st- stuff up, and it just so happens to be from your high school. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know, he t- and finally, I think maybe we looked him up. I'm like, holy cow. This is legit. And he's like, yeah, he just won sections. It was about a year ago or yeah, something. literally. And uh, I'm like, holy holy cow. And I think I think we had maybe started the No Sad Stories series. Maybe not. Either way, it makes sense. To, to I'm like, wow, this is a, an incredible Perfect. story. And then he goes on to win state. I'm like, holy smokes. This is like, yeah, let's let's do it. And then, so Miguel uh, was in, in the trailer. Miguel's adopted father. Miguel, I don't know if people remember Isaiah Bird, mm-hmm. the wrestler out of New York, had no, had no legs. Miguel mm-hmm. took him in, right? Miguel took in Dunia as well. And, and I, you know, I got a hold of Miguel and, and talked through and said, hey, we're interested in maybe doing a story. What do you guys think? And that's how the process started. And that's kind of how it went. And that's, that's how we got to... That's how I heard about him and how we kind of got this thing lined up. We actually shot – we spent like three days with Dunia after um, Final X up in, in uh, New York City last year. Yeah. So for a, a piece like this where you're, you're, you're delving into – you're not talking about, okay, you lost a match. Okay, it's like, no, family members were killed. You're, you know, permanently, you know, I don't know if disfigured is the word, but damaged yeah. in the face. Um, you got a finger bitten off, which is not in the trailer, but happened by from the chimpanzee. Um, found by a park ranger. Um, how is it delving into that with with someone? Like, I mean, and he's a kid. Yeah, he's a freshman in high school. It's like uh, they're all different. Like, if you're going to interview Terry Colot or Terry Brands or somebody, you know, Ben or whatever, somebody mm-hmm. who's an adult, right? It's 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 a lot easier mm-hmm. to talk about. Even Terry, right? Some dark topics like and 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 Carrie. Mm-hmm. You get there and it's okay. We're talking about losing wrestling matches and, and stuff like that. And now yeah. you're talking about talking about some really dark stuff with, like you said, a kid, right? And mm-hmm. and and um, he's kind of shy, right? He's 14 year old kid at the time, so it was it was tricky, you know. Um, kind of structuring the interview a little different than I normally would. Just. Um, how long before we're getting, you know, it's not like we sit down. I'm like, all right, tell me about the monkeys. Tell me, yeah. Tell me about the attack. So, and, 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 and on top of that, um, you know, when, when you get into the, do these interviews, you sit down, it's like a really focused one-on-one and you, you get to these places where you're telling stories and like, it's almost like you're back to that moment and you're talking about it. So you want uninterrupted time. Well, we're at the school and every 45 minutes, the bells ring. Mm. So, like, you know, we start to get, okay, we talk about some things, then we kind of talk about where he's from, and then I'm about to start getting in an attack. And ring! The bell bell sounds, and kids are passing, so we got to wait because, you know, you got to have silence for it to sound right. And let everybody pass. And you can't just jump right back in and be like, okay, where were we? Oh, yeah. You know, and then you got to figure out, all right, how do I, how do we kind of get back to that yeah. place where we were so we both feel comfortable asking about this and talking about this, so... Um, that was, that was tricky, but he was, you know, he wasn't, uh, excited to talk about it, but he wasn't, you know, like, hesitant, he wasn't hesitant, you know, he was, hey, hey, you know, I'd ask, can we, can we talk about this? Can I ask you about this? 
Do you feel comfortable? Yeah. It's okay. And then, okay. He said I could. And then you just start asking question after question to kind of get the finer details of what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and his coach, Miguel, who he, he lives with, I mean. Adopted him. Uh, adopted father now. It's like, I forget which FR. It was like a week or so ago. Just talking about my, my that Alabama song, Angels Among Us. It's like. Man, there are. This is another true an angel on earth with with Miguel taking this guy in, and there've been a lot of people that had a hand in, in helping bring Dunia along. So yeah. many people uh, helped get him to this point. It, it's it's an amazing, amazing story. Yeah, he lived with. So he, there's a the Smile Rescue Foundation. Um, get into that. It's this foundation, right, that helps people with a, you know, broken faces, bad accidents, bad accidents. So. They brought him over to Stony Brook Medical Center in Long Island, and Dunia actually stayed with a, a three or four different host families for however long, and they just weren't equipped at that point in their lives to handle the responsibility after so long of, of taking care of him. So he kind of got uh, passed around, mm-hmm. right, in, 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 in a nice way. And and however he met Miguel, they said it was like they just clicked, mm-hmm. and Miguel's got this huge heart and you know I, I, he was staying with a different family i think somewhere on long island but he kept he'd go visit miguel and and you know every once in a while in his family and he'd stay for a couple of days and he stayed for a week and then all of a sudden they were like hey let's just why don't you just stay with us kind of permanently and then of course miguel coaches wrestling so he you know he's around wrestling introduced him then there was the thing of like well dunia wants to wrestle well he can't right like mm-hmm. he's having all these surgeries and his face is he can't take that it was kind of, you know, wrestling, you're going to hit your face. That's just yeah. part of it. But he got the mask, wore it for a little bit, didn't like it, and they just, you know, I don't know. And the doctors all said, no, absolutely not. This kid can't wrestle. Mm-hmm. But he, you know, ended up falling in love with it, as all four or five of us have at one point in our lives. And and here we are, you know. And my freaking state title is in eighth grade. I don't know. Do any of you guys know how many guys did? Troy Letters, not Troy Letters, Troy um, Nickerson. Nickerson. Nickerson what are there, three, four, five? Yanni. Yeah, there's five some. guys to win not New York State titles in eighth graders. So. Yanni's not a five timer, but he won as, as an eighth grader. Um, yeah, there's, there's not. A, it's not a big list. If you're yeah. if you're winning states as an eighth grader, um, he's he's really good. I don't know. If you, did you catch that in this that little trailer we played? Like he's a, you know he hits a. I don't know, take down right into a gut wrench and he just pops his hips and, yeah. and throws him over the top. I'm like, dang, I, I can't even hit a gut wrench like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. An older, uh, a younger Mark Bader, though, for sure. Well, but yeah. Um, I have not watched this film, so I can't comment. But Mark, I'll give you, com- you're my buddy, I can give you a compliment. Uh, the RBY stuff was, it was pretty powerful stuff. Uh, and a lot of it had to do with uh, your interviewing skills. So great job, buddy. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. And like to that, right? You watch. RBY, the RBY film, and you're like, wow, this kid, mm-hmm. I didn't know, right? This kid had a, t- a, a really tough life. And then a yeah. month later, you're like, holy cow. Nah. Whoa. I, Tucson, and then that whole thing, that's tough, but jeez, look at this. This is great. Yeah. You know, it's just like, and then next month, you know, we're going to film on Keegan, and, and that, that's more of a wrestling story, right? And, and yeah. it's, some things he's overcome within wrestling, but everybody's got a, a, little, a different struggle, and, and, being able to tell that story, however big or, or small that struggle is, um, yeah. to me, I love it. It's it's fun, and I appreciate that, Ben. Yeah. yeah. What what about this uh, particular film, Bader and I echo uh, first of all uh, Ben's uh, comments. I mean, these are just 
you do a great job on these. These are just fantastic. And I would Thanks. say what I mean, these things, RBY and this one as well. And I gotta watch this one, but I mean, these would be interesting if you are a non-wrestling fan. I mean, this is something that I would be awesome to watch regardless. But what about this particular story uh stood out to you the most? I mean, it goes with, I mean, it's the obvious, right? Like what he went through. We've never done a film that is this dark, right? That has this, that's anything this crazy has happened. I'm trying to think like, you know, Cole, I mean, Cole Mark, got screwed four years in a row. Mind of Mark Schultz. Mar- uh, Mark Schultz. Yeah, I mean, um, Metcalf's brother died and mm-hmm. everybody's, everybody's dealt with tragedy at some point, but I don't know that we've, dealt one done one that's like this i don't know extreme this uh vivid this you know and and and, you know part of the challenge and part of what i like is like asking these like awkward or difficult questions like to terry right like what you do after you lost to to, to dunia like like tell me as many details as you could feel comfortable and remember about this and then asking a couple more. Yeah. Yeah. Good so stuff, Bader. Um, Larry H says, I'm waiting on the Ozzy Man Strong Boy film. Ozzy Man Strong Boy. Uh, yeah. Is this some, I'm, am I missing something? I don't, I don't know this one. That's, that's Ben's son's nickname. Oh, oh, oh Ozzy. Oh, like his name is Mark. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. Ben, I guess Ozzie, he, uh, ben uh, named his son after my best friend, Ozzy. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of not true, but it is funny because Ozzy's middle name is James, and actually Mark's friend's name is also James, and but nickname Ozzy. Okay, interesting, yes. interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, good stuff. So uh, I'll, I just I'll say this too, uh, as far as the films go. So we're we're gonna have twelve films this year, um, films episodes, but every month we're gonna have a new one. So we had RBY. This one's coming out today. We're gonna have another one on Keegan in March. Um, April, we're going to have one called the Eloy Boys, which you never heard of them, but it, it's, it's this group of uh, group of kids uh, about an s- hour south of Phoenix. They go to Valiant Prep, which is all wrestling school, which is an interesting enough deal in itself. And these kids down in Eloy, um, just a really fun group of kids. Um, into May, Rob Roan. You guys know the name Rob Roan? Rob Roan, baby cement mixer. Shane, Shane, does that ring a bell? It doesn't. Oh, oh my God. Come on, Shane. 2002, he's losing by 12 in the NCAA Finals with a minute to go. Minute 15, minute 20, hits a cement job. Josh Lambert of, of Oklahoma fights off his back for a minute. And he gets pinned. The place goes nuts. It's insane. Nuts. It was, it was one match before Kale uh, won, his, won his fourth. Yeah. So awesome, wild. awesome there. And, and we're hoping to dive into some more. Little, you know, match-specific, greatest kind of pins ever. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of what's Ooh, coming up first funny. half of the year. So super stoked about the slate of things coming out on, uh, on the film front. Oh, Dunia, and, and, and this RBY was free today. Dunia, also free to watch. So, um, you know, we want to get get this out to as many people as possible. And um, we're working on and, and on the path to uh, getting stuff on, on other platforms not just flow wrestling, but but other ways to distribute this these films. Um, and when we have the, Ooh. you know, that's actually done. Done. We'll let we'll let everybody know. Yeah. So we're trying to get them to play on those uh, TVs at the Valero gas stations. Yeah. 
<laughs> that would be that's 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 uh, prisons well, wherever prisons honestly that's not off the table why not um okay prison radio live do we want to get to a few questions before, I, well, I before saw we... one question can we ask this one this is great yeah ask it uh his name is name cannot be blank who is more likely to all american kobe Seabrick or jacob warner come on warner <laughs> It's a funny one. Oh, that funny. Are you sure? Because 97 is pretty tough. Yeah. The, I, I you'd, feel, still, I, you'd still pick Warner. I feel way more confident right. Warner. Got it. Yeah. I right, find. Um, no fun from you guys. <laughs> you just want to laugh at people. Um, <laughs> no, but okay. it's okay. It, it is laugh. Like, if you would have said that in November, it would have been laugh at. If you say that right now, it's actually not that preposterous, and you want you kind of think twice about it. I don't think it's preposterous. I just think it has a kind of a clear answer, in my opinion. Um, okay, this could be funny. With state championship season here, what's the funniest story you have from competing, coaching, slash watching? I'm sure Ben has a couple great ones. I'm sure CP has seen some things with Buffalo Gap. I told this one before, but mm. Ben snuck into the state tournament uh, to watch mm, his brother wrestle. Happen. Oh. Put, on a, put on a fake cost. Could get kicked out for being on the floor or something like that. And they were told not to let <sighs> him happened. in. He put, on a, he put on a wig, probably about as long as my hair is. And he walked in. Maybe a top hat. <laughs> or the hat, hat yeah. the mustache. It was I, something. I, I wanted to go on the floor to talk to my brother. And they said no, and I did it anyways. And then they escorted me out. And Bands I said, I'm not going to stay breaker. out. I'm, I'm clearly going back in. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Um, yeah. I haven't snuck in there. I've told I think I've told the story. I got kicked out of a tournament once. I was just being a jerk. Um <laughs> I'm way calmer what's now. Funny, um, what's a funny story? Man, I just had funny kids. I had a uh one kid. My <laughs> first of all, I had to pull this kid off of another kid. He's beating the crap out of him in the middle of practice one time. Just to sh- this was just a fired up West Augusta, you know, country boy. <laughs> but he always called it fighting, and uh, he's like, Co-, he'd be like, yes, "Coach, coach, what what time are we fighting today?" And I'd be like, "Practice." I'd be like, "Well, it'd be on match days." So I was like, "I was like, the match starts at ten or whatever it was." And then like every now and again, he would come up to me because I was sort of fired up, um, and he'd be like, "Hey, coach, I I got your back." He would always tell me, like. Basically, <laughs> if it goes down, I got your back. So if it goes down, we're you need fighting. a kid like that. Heck yeah, I loved kids like that. He was fun. He <laughs> didn't he didn't win a lot of matches, but those are the kids you remember. Um, and I like, oh my gosh, this is the funniest freaking story. Um, well, it was to me at the time. I thought it was so funny. So, con- country boys, country school, Buffalo Gap. It's not hard to figure out. The- these boys. They like to pack their lip every now and again, get a little, get a little. Oh my snuff. goodness! And I, I didn't, I did not. They did not do. They knew not to do it in front of me. They knew, nope, can't do it on the bus. Can't do it. Don't even try it. Um, and so it's my two seniors. They're they're awesome kids. I've been coaching them for five years. They're they're st- we're at the state tournament, and um, they're at the they're at the hotel. And the one kid, he's just like. Just, just a, a country boy through and through. He's simple, simple kid. Not, not the quickest wit. And the other kid's like, 
you know, he went to Washington Lee, really sharp kids, but they say they had a hilarious dynamic. So I go in, I'm, you know, I'm checking on rooms, seeing how the guys are doing. I go in there. What's up, guys? Oh, not much, coach. We're talking probably 10, 15 minutes. I'm going to use the restroom real quick, guys. I go in there, and in the toilet, there's all this little fine brown stuff in the toilet bowl. I said, guys, come here. And they walk (laughs) in, and I say, y'all dipping? I said, Trevor, was his name? I said, what is this? He goes, he looks at it. (laughs) I can barely, I can't get it out of there. He goes, I think that's pipe sediment, coach. (laughs) Pipe sediment. I look, where did this, if you knew this kid, for him to come up with pipe sediment like that, I don't know if he'd used it before. Yeah, it's not the first time he's I laughed away. so hard when he said that. I was like, whatever. Flush. I was like, do not let me. Oh, no. I forget. I think I may have. I, I, took their, I took all their stuff. I was like, give it all to me right now. And they gave it. They were 18. Um, so they gave me all their stuff for the rest of the tournament. And then sure enough, when that tournament ended, Coach, can I get my can I get my shoe back? <laughs> I'm like, I'm. I said, I'm giving it to your parents. They can do. Uh, Christian, you ever had ever had a tobacco on your lip? Never. Guys, we got to do that. I've we got to tase Ben, and we got to get Christian. We got to find a bet that Christian's going to take. Where we'll, we'll say, if I lose, I'll pack a horseshoe bet. Yeah, that I don't. No, know. No, Christian, did puke it. I just put the littlest amount. It's only foreign substance I ever put in my body. And I and I lost. Mark Bader was there that day, I believe, and I lost a bet to Kevin Heron, and I had to take a dip. I took the littlest one. That was on hole number, not no, no hole number seven. My hole number ten. I just laid on the. I just laid on the sidewalk <laughs> and hung out there for like two hours. <laughs> head was spinning, right? Was spinning. I did not. I said, "You guys go play. I'm gonna lay down here on the cement here and just lay here for a couple hours." <laughs> I would <laughs> rather. I would. Yeah, I have no interest in that. I would rather do a marijuana than a. Uh, Freaking dip, dip. Did he just say do a marijuana? Do a marijuana. <laughs> yeah. I said it. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, Christian, thank you. We need to be done. I'll do a marijuana. Show, Christian. I think that's he what they say. Do a marijuana. The kids. That's what I think the kids call it. They do a marijuana. You know, they go out back and they do a marijuana in the alley. How many pots do they smoke? Yeah, so many. So many so many marijuana cigarettes. Oh, God. All right. Well, hey, that, were, you it, that there, were you there that day or no? I, I don't know that I was. I don't know that I oh, was. Oh, man. But, uh, sad, sad, sad. Sad you missed that. Pipe Sediment Radio Live. We thank you guys so much hey, for tuning Christian in. Christian and Mark, you guys better not go do a marijuana in the Flow Wrestling bathroom. Heck No. Yeah, we wouldn't. We pass on grass all the time. (laughs) Thank you guys so much. We'll be back tomorrow. JD won't be. He'll be flying. Brady's going to be sitting right here in this seat. Please watch through Nia. Ben's going to watch it, and he'll give his thoughts about it tomorrow. Um, 6.30, Missouri, Iowa State. 6.30, Missouri, Iowa State. Keegan O'Toole, David Carr. It's happening. The whole duel is going to be fire. Thanks so much. Where do you watch that? Flowwrestling.org. Oh, okay. Thanks, Shane. Yep, you guys have a great week. See you, boys. Thanks a lot. See you tomorrow. Goodbye.